try to tell them we up next. You can't stop that. Uh-huh. <laughs> this your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. Every show is lit, baby. You know what we finna do. Slick on talk that slick talk. He gon' get political. Okay. Do not switch topics. Nope. Niggas is toxic. Poppy shots don't always say it's something wrong. But if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga? Oh, well. We try to tell you, baby, this might not go yeah. well. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of This Might Not Go Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode 70, we end up. Bill, Dan, you already know who it is. It's the host with the most. B Breezy, a.k.a. Poppy Sazon. Yo, yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Slick Grayson. How y'all doing out there? Ah oh, man, this is a special episode because we back, we back in the studio, we back in the studio. So if I sound clear, we back in the studio. You know the vibes. Before we get started, please follow us on all social media. This might not go well. And if you have any branded those business opportunities, please email us at this might not go well at gmail dot com. What's going on, brother? Episode seventy. I'm chilling. Can't really complain. We here to get it in. A little special, special circumstance got us back in studio for you know a couple one time. We'll see how long we keep going, but uh. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm all right. I'm chilling. Can't really complain. Uh, shout out to Philly the Report, Jamie Tox X. You know they threw a great painting civilized. We just just clap it up for them. Facts, facts. It was it was packed. It was packed for sure. Shout out to everybody that came through. Nice turnout. Um, yeah, I think it's just setting uh setting off the summer for some nice events, some nice you know unity amongst you know friends and. Business partners and whatnot. So yeah, shout out to them. But uh, I'm all right, man. You know, going th- working on some shit. But hey, who is it? Right? How you yeah, feeling? Come on now, it's the weekly check-ins. Um, this week been all right. You know, shout to my chapter. You know what it is. Holding the magnificent. You know, shout out to my boys Tyler and Junior for joining the Mac, the wondrous band. And you know, April twenty third is be my seven years in Sigma. So clap it up for me, Law. You feel me? I don't promote. I don't really promote the fraternity stuff on the platform because I want to keep it separated. I want to keep it separated. But you know, it's, a, it's my. It's a, it's a you know lucky number seven. But you know, other than that, this week been okay. I wasn't really focused at work at all. I ain't gonna hold you. As the weather's starting to get nice, the less I'll focus on work. But we gonna get to it. You feel me? It's, it's almost slept me out season weather though. But we got interesting podcast today for you guys. Let's get it started, man. We want to give, send our condolences, actually. We want to send our condolences to a hip-hop legend from a from a legendary graffiti artist to one of the most prolific DJs in hip-hop. RIP to DJ K Slay, man. Oh, man, he finally, you know, over the last four months, he finally succumbed due to COVID-19 issues. It's really sad, man. We're losing a lot of our legends, bro. That's a fact. I mean, it goes to show you COVID is real still. I know we pulled off mask mandates and, you know, you don't got you don't have to fly with a mask on or have mask places. But if you get sick, there's a good chance you could still have to deal with the repercussions. He caught, contracted COVID in January and had, was a long hauler and finally lost his battle in April. So, again, condolences to his family. And just like I said, still make sure you guys are taking your necessary safety precautions, especially if you're around people you don't know where they really been at and whatnot. But again, we send our love and light to his family and condolences. Yeah, man, like it is crazy now that we just losing all these legends, DMX. It's just like, yo, 
these are people that we grew up to that we thought, you know, we kind of like made them immortal in our minds in a sense. And, you know, we're kind of losing them. So it's like, cherish everyone that you have in your life. You know, please protect yourself like Slick Slay. And then let's play this little song. You know, you know, his, his, one of his artists that he loved to promote was Pat Poos. You know, Pat Poos, you know, Brooklyn legend, you know, only nigga that got a haircut with a hat on. <laughs> you feel me? You know, but here's, here's, um, alphabetical slaughter. DJ K Slade featuring Pat Poops. Hey yo, it's DJ K Slade, the drama king. And for those of y'all that don't know, I'm working with a new artist. He goes by the name of Pat Poops. And for those of y'all that didn't finish school, check this out. It's all good. I'm going to run y'all through this little thugication right now. And what we're going to do is we're going to scream out the letters in the alphabet. And every letter you hear screamed out from A to Z, my man Pat Poo's going to break it down for you. So what you do is get your pens, your pads, and take notes. Yo, Pat Poo's, let's go. Hey, alert. Assassins at large, allegedly. Automatic artillery. Angrily aimed and aggressively. Accurate AKs, angle doorways. Adversary afraid. That's active ammunition appraised. Accumulated. The alias after arrested, accompanied armed accessory as an adolescent. Rich bitch, brought a burner, bringing brothers. Betray his body briefly, be body bang, bleeding brothers. Blade blasting, blade bashing, Brooklyn bullet buzzers. Big biscuits, barrels blazing, beheading bitch, both and bluffers. Barrel barricaders, beef bringers, brutally blast. Bring it. Okay, okay, Pat Poos. I ain't gonna lie, that's tough to do. A whole alphabet <laughs> in, in, a, in a rap song? Yeah, I remember when it dropped, how crazy the streets went. Now you know what you know what Papu's uh, verse that was legendary the the bus it the touch it remix the touch it remix yeah. the five fingers that shit was hard but you know R I P to D J K Slade the drama king you know sending condolences to the family I know the hip hop community is hurting over this one though but man not a lot of stuff happened this week slick you feel me we yeah. kind of draw up a little topic and stuff but you know what did happen <sighs> Mike Tyson put the pause <laughs> on a dude on the on the plane man. I'm like, yo, that's this is why I this is why we talked about in the previous episode where we talk about where I say like, yo, some of these people need to know, yeah, you can get your ass kicked in real life like that trolling shit. You yeah, it sounds good and sweet <laughs> behind your keyboard, but you try that shit in real life, niggas gonna knock your head off. You feel me? If you didn't know, Mike Tyson was minding his own business on a plane. And this man from the Caucasus Mountain decided to troll him and basically instigate the situation by getting his face, saying random words to him, you know, just really just doing the most. And you know, my guy, that I, to be honest with you, Slick, Mike Tyson is probably in the handful of people in, in your life that you're not going to try to. <laughs> never, I will never pretend to be tough around Mike Tyson <laughs> To seek a fight with Like that's one person That anybody knows like Yeah after we still see that he got it still He's still be in the gym working out It's not like homie is like Not He's not washed He's not incapable of whooping your ass Sure he can't be on a boxing ring With you know other boxing dudes But for us ordinary folks Yeah a, a two piece from him <laughs> Could lay us out so Mike Tyson ended up putting the paws on him, like just started wilding on him. Homie had a whole knot in his head. Yo, the after the after video when you see the homie got knot up and you saw all his, I guess his right side of his face was just looking crazy. He he looked in the guy the guy who was recording like he looked mad sad. I'm like, bro, what you the fuck did you think <laughs> was going to happen? 
That's a fact. I seen a video and like, yo, bro. Like, I think that's something. Some some people that have no, they're so uncouth when it comes to like being around famous people, or they forget that they're regular people too, and they just think that they have the right to just you know do and say whatever. Like, I want a picture, I want to talk, and then people don't want to do that. They get upset and say some shit. Like, yo, Mike Tyson is living his life on his weed business, still doing his little exhibition matches and shit. Like, leave that man alone. Leave people alone. Nobody owes you shit. <laughs> That's a fact. They don't owe you no pictures. They don't owe you no autograph. Not like, even a conference. Sometimes just a head nod. I've been in restaurants and I've seen famous people. You know, you make eye contact. Like, what's good? How you doing? And that's it. Keep it pushing. Yeah. And it's like, I was watching uh, the Susan Merrill. They was talking to Denzel. He, they was like, yeah, like, you know, sometimes people go crazy. But, you know, New York is the one place where, you know, they, they humble your ass. Even if they want to say whatever, they're like, oh, you that nigga Denzel? No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I did that to D.L. Hughley because... I was randomly, um, I was running like in the Upper West Side, and I was taking um, the, I think it was either the two or the one, going downtown, and he was randomly, randomly just got on there. I was like, "Is that D.L. Hughley?" You know, I'm like, "Nah, that's a D.L. Hughley. Fuck out of here." <laughs> and that, that was him. I feel like that's the only way in New York. That in California, because I think California, you you see a lot of celebrities yeah. every day. But California depends on the area you into. You mm. might run into somebody on some real cool shit. Like, oh, what's good? Dap you up. Uh-uh. Out of Ralph's or some shit. Yeah, but there's like, <laughs> sometimes people just be ODing. Like, this man was ODing, and he got fucked up. And it's like, you got to chill. You niggas don't owe you nothing. Yo, stop trolling. Stop it. Leave the man. That's one thing, like, troll a comedian what not social media trolling and shit even that yeah. shit not cool but at least you know you protected a boxing legend <laughs> in close quarters man known for knockout you know but you know what i think it is niggas is trying to come up from a check clearly this nigga's not gonna come up from a check everybody knew that he was antagonizing so he did it the wrong way so i'm just like if you was looking for a check boy you just got a hospital bill that's what you got <laughs> i'm about to say and then people gonna be like yo he assaulted you but you were you instigated it because we don't see what happened we just see you bothering him we don't know what was said we don't know if you touched him whatever yeah so stop it but yo this nba playoffs what's your thoughts on the nba playoffs so far right now man um some surprises. I mean, you go back to the play-in, it's like, okay, you know, I feel bad. Cleveland had a great season. They got knocked out, but that's what the play-in is there for. Uh, the Hornets coaches got fired today because he hasn't taken them to the actual playoffs since he's been had the job. Um, I think the next okay, being- Before that, is that his fault, though? It's not, but I you think- You get blown out in a play-in twice? I think that um, in that regard, you got to say, like, you know what, you got to look at the rosters you've been dealt. And we even last year when Charlotte was aight, it's like, oh, shit, they shouldn't make the flip. Like, they shouldn't be this good. Mm-hmm. They weren't good this first two years that they had them. That's how they ended up with the number three pick and the number of whatever pick they had the year prior. And then this was, like, their first real year of, like, okay, we got something here, you know? So I feel like, but then the NBA circles, you get four years. If you ain't get shit done, they're going to find somebody else. I think Jordan's just tired, and he doesn't like not winning. So he wants to find the right kind of guy like a Nate McMillan who can take talented pieces and just make them believe that's half of what pro sports is like you have talent but you got to make guys believe in their roles but i think they play they blame too much on the coach sometimes like even with the lakers like that wasn't vocal them niggas did not give a fuck yeah like sometimes it's the players but i i know they just try to use the coach as a way to silence the fans and the supporters but i'm just like yo that's not dumb how do y'all go into a playing game and get blown out yeah, they got, what, 40-piece, 35-piece, something like that? That's crazy. That's not a regular season game. But even going to the playoffs, you think about it like Utah. 
playing Dallas without Luka. Luka got his his calf injured. I was like, oh well, these niggas done. They're down. They're up. They're down two one. Yep. So I'm like, Rudy O'Donovan is going this summer. They're breaking that team up. All that money they invested, they can't. They struggling to get out of the first round with a, a a team that's missing their best player, their number one, two, and three option. What? And they do great during the regular season. Oh my God! Yes, look at Denver. They do. They all this. What's about Denver too? Denver getting smoked by Golden. But anybody, anybody's gonna get. Anybody's gonna get smoked by Golden State. Denver at least has a reason. They're missing. Jamal Murray didn't play all year. Michael Porter Jr. played like eight games. So at least if they get swept, it's like okay, they were never healthy. Uh, I was one of the people that said Toronto had a chance against Philly. I'm sorry, I was wrong. Joel Embiid is a god. <laughs> Tyrese Maxey is is god esque. And J- when James Harden can be your third or fourth best player, you're in a great situation. But then again, you got to worry. Yo, James Harden, you're never getting that big-ass contract again, bro. I'm letting you know this right now. You looking mighty exposed out here. You'd be surprised, though. I mean, the fact that the owner is his friend and it's like you're not going to be able to get fair value from him and Maxi still has two years left on his rookie deal and they're trying to unload Tobias Harris, mm-hmm. it, they could offset the costs because there's nobody else on that roster that's getting more than 10. Like, Thibault, as good as a defender as he is, is not getting more than clearing more than 8 to $10 million annually. Who else? Maxi will probably be a max guy, but again, that's two years down the line. Harden opts into next year and then signs a two or three year extension, like LeBron, just to kind of get max money and then kind of see where he's at. Why not? If we're, especially if they want a chip, you got to think you want a chip, you get whatever you want. Oh, that's a fact. Look at all the Lakers players like Kit Caldwell Pope and Kuzma and all those guys. They got nice contracts after they won. So. I won't say that. I'm trying to think who else. Who else? Oh, Brooklyn being down two. I know they should have. They should have won game one. KD not watching the. I'm happy. All you fucking LeBron haters. Oh, KD would never. KD is so clutch. Zero field goal in the second half. I don't want to hear nothing about KD better than LeBron ever again. Shut that shit down. I feel like KD is hurt, though. He hasn't looked himself since he came back from the knee injury. Nigga need a meal. That's what, that's what the <laughs> I feel like he's hurt. And but, a brush. But even How the fuck you a millionaire so, like that and don't have a fucking brush, bro? And the crazy part is you can't even say it's because they're missing Ben Simmons. They never had Ben Simmons. And Brooklyn, and Boston is missing their best defender in mm-hmm. Robert Williams. Uh, shout out to Marcus Smart for winning the defensive play. Of the year. I, don't, I, I think I would have gave it to Mikael Bridges. Or I think that they didn't give enough credit to what Robert Williams did to them on the back on the you know at the um, at the rim. He's out for the season. He he had a he might come back next. The way he's looking, he'll be back next round. <laughs> but I mean, I think that shout out to Coach Udoka for you know it looked bad when they first started the season, but he he put together a talented unit and got them to believe in playing yeah, defense. Because I, I remember when they were saying they was going to shut down, they was going to um, break up um, Tatum and, and, and Brown. Brown. Yeah. So and now looking at them, they looking like they're going to keep them together for a while now. I'm about to say. And and shout out to Jason Tatum. He blocked two of Kevin Durant's shots. Like you don't people, see that. Yeah, you don't. See people that. have to understand. Kevin Durant is basically seven foot, and when he for? goes for a jump shot, he's basically for for you to block that, bro. Takes effort, and for you to do that two times in one game, and to be able to sacrifice your points so you can conserve energy to defend Kevin Durant. Yo, if, if if the Celtics go all the way, Finals MVP. I'm calling that right now. That's a lot of growth in his game. You think about it. Since his first year, he's been to what three conference finals? Yep, he's been to three conference finals or two, two or three. I know Jalen Brown's been to three, but two or three conference finals. The one year that he when Kyrie was there, they lost in the in the second round, and then in the bubble they lost in the first round. No, no, in the bubble they went to conference round. But it's like you just see like the growth, and I think that that's a balanced team. 
and most of their they drafted the majority of the play, which is why when people say you trade all these draft picks to get superstars, you can develop superstars. It's, yeah. just, it's about hitting on your picks. They hit on Marcus Smart at seven. They hit on Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown at three. I remember when Tatum when Brown got drafted at third three, niggas was like, "Y'all sure?" <laughs> you feel me? And then you supplement that with quality star player. Al Horford was a star when he came over there, and now he's a great role player. You draft Robert Williams at twenty seven. Look at that value. Your, your best defensive player. Probably a top three rim runner. If he played enough games, he would have been. I think he was second in blocks this year, and a consistent double double. And doesn't need the ball in offense. All lobs and putbacks. You got him at twenty seven. Who else? You trade for Derek White. Like that's how you build a team. All of this. I want three superstars and a bunch of role players. We're seeing it can work, but more times than not, you have more deficiencies. You can't fill all those spots. The the Celtics have multiple. They have four or five guys that can average at least double figures. Yep. They have four to five guys that can guard multiple positions, and they could play any style. Because because you see with LeBron, when LeBron go on the bench, dirt, 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 <laughs> dirt, dirt trash. Dirt. You feel me? Like he, your superstar going to end up having to play fucking forty two minutes over here just for y'all to win the game to have a chance, not even win the game. Yeah, you feel me? So you got to balance out your team and have and play defense. So shout out to the Celtics. That's and why I really I like- hope. I really hope they whip them. If they sweep them, bro, they're not gonna sweep them. If I they, hope they sweep. Them I think it goes. Yeah. I think it goes six. I think Boston has it, but I think it goes six, bro. If, K, if KD has to show something tonight or whenever their next game is, if KD doesn't, if KD because Kyrie gave you forty and y'all lost by one, and in the game Kyrie didn't have it. Oh, K, yeah, we didn't talk about it. What's your, what's your thoughts on the whole fine and Kyrie? Absolutely worth it. If you're still like I, I'm at the Kyrie's a Pisces brother, so I understand. <laughs> at a point, at a certain point. Or you can tell somebody suck my dick. Like I don't care no more. And it's like you suck though. But I'm saying they've been doing that that shit since he left, and I get it. Sometimes you gotta make a choice. And Katie said, "Yo, it's love," and sometimes love turns to hate. Not a completely hundred percent understand that. But if we being real, at a certain point, I'm gonna get tired of doing the same old bullshit and hearing the same shit. I'm the middle finger behind the head, and I'm and I'm I'm cooking your mans, or I'm violating. Like yo, I'm definitely gonna tell you something. All this on Ramadan though, too. I ain't gonna lie, Kyrie. That nigga, he he said he prayed after. He's fine. Nigga over there eating a banana on the bench, breaking his fast. I was like, yo, bro, that's he, tough, though. That's and after tough. He, after he ate, that nigga could not make a shot neither. <laughs> so maybe he should have stayed hungry. But, nah, I'm trying to think. What else the other series? Um, Grizzlies. Um, John Morant talking about he want all the smoke. Yo, they came back from 26 down, which is crazy. I thought it was over. I went but, to sleep. But the thing about with John Morant is like, yo, you have to play. If you're going to be the face of the league, bro, you're going to have to play more consistent, bro. You got to play more consistent. Even but, though you had a good triple-double, like what Shannon Sharp said this morning, it was like a Westbrook triple-double. You had over seven turn- turnovers. You was making bad mistakes. You missed mad shots. Yeah, it's like, bro, yes, your number, your stat line looks great. That's but a- luckily you have a great team behind you. I was about to say, and I would say Memphis is another example of great drafting. Like, mm-hmm. yes, you got the superstar in John Morant, who more times than not puts on, but when he he's missed, like, 25 or like 20 games and they went like 18 and 2 without him. Yep. And they've drafted Desmond Bain, 29th pick. Jaron Jackson. whole team is. Yeah. Dylan Brooks. Like, so I think he was second round. Uh, Who else? Who else? Steven Adams, veteran center from a trade. Another mm-hmm. team. Castaway. Turns him into something. You got Zaire Watts Williams. You know, you got Kyle Anderson, veteran Melton. guy. Like, you have Melton, second round guy. So, like, you drafted really well and you put yourself in a position that, like, all right. Say Jog gets hurt for a year, you're good. Your guys can produce. And I'm saying this right now, Cat, they need to they the Timberwolves needs to move away from him. If if if, if this is the series that 
he don't perform again like he did. If he performed like that again, move he's away the, from him. Yeah, nah, this bad because he's been talking. He been talking a lot of hot. He's a regular season player. Looks like. Remember when Jimmy was there and he had to be second option? Mm-hmm. They was good. Ant and D'Lo are not trying to like. They're not better than him yet. But Ant could be better than him next year. Yeah, if he can find consistency, D'Lo. His game is perfect to play next to Ant because it's like it's more outside in finesse and it's like the athletic power is like Cat is should be a mismatch. Cat should not have no problem. I know they got a lot of bigs, but Steven Adams guarding you should have nothing. If you got Jaron Jackson on you, body. But look at this now. If they trade Cat for two g- good big men, that's the only thing they need. They just need they just need to get a they rebounder, need, yeah, they need rim protection, and a third scorer. That's it. Yo, New York, make a call. <laughs> Julius Randle and Nerlens Noel with some oh, picks. I ain't gonna lie that. Julius Randle's to the Timberwolves where he's the where he knows he's a third option. He's a third option, second option. Or there's somebody there's a guard that's gonna be like, yo, I need and he's played with him. Him and D'Lo is cool. I ain't gonna lie, that's it that's wins it works pretty good. Yeah, that's D- a pretty good trade. Julius Randle, fucking what's his name? Uh Nerlens Noel. Mm-hmm. Or if they want Mitch. Draft if, they, if they want Mitch, we, if the Knicks aren't convinced about Mitch as as is, Julius Randle, Mitchell Robinson for Cat, and we throw in two picks. Top top three protections on, on one, one Knicks. Yeah, I do it. And then, then Jimmy Buckets. I ain't gonna lie, Jimmy. He's not a superstar, but I'm loving what he's doing in Miami right now. Is he not a superstar? He's he's a star. He's a winner. He's a star. He's the not a winner. He's a winner. He's never missed the playoffs. But he he has unperforming playoffs. He took them to the finals in the bubble. But he in that finals, he kind of slipped. He up. averaged like thirty nine and nine. <laughs> no, but it was like only one game he had like no. Nah, he had I'm four. Not, he had I can't, I can't he had forty that. points in one game, game. You know what I was saying? And then the he's next game a, he was he, trash. He's not, a, he's not a superstar in terms of the glamour. Like it's not a pretty game to watch. But he is a winner, and you know in the regular season he's gonna play sixty percent of the games. That's something that I would give hold against him. But when it's winning time, you know you're getting at least twenty. And if it's the playoffs, you're getting at least twenty five points. At least seven rebounds, at least six assists, at least great defense the whole time. He's gonna make you earn it, and I think that you put him with Kyle Lowry, who's another guy in that category. You might not naturally think is a superstar, but he's a winner. And in the playoff, think about the Spurs. Tim Duncan, we say his stats, but if you just watch him play, you're just like, oh, this nigga nice. But the Spurs were a collection of winners, and when they put on, and you got winners putting on together, it elevates everybody. At the best player on the Heat is Bam Adebayo. But, but he's inconsistent. Exactly. But then now you got Tyler Hero, who's on that Ginobili role. Bam Adebayo in that baby Duncan role. Uh, Jimmy Butler going crazy. Like, you can say Jimmy Butler and, and Adebayo are your two all-stars. And Wait, who the Bucks facing? They facing Chicago, but then Middleton just got hurt, and they just lost game two. Ooh. You, you, think, you think the Bucks still got it? They're going to beat Chicago. But I think that who would they play next? They would play the... The three, they had number two, right? So they played three six. Who is that? Is that that's uh Philly, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. It's clip, it's clip. Because the thing about Middleton is he's their clutch guy. He's out a month, three to three to four weeks. He's not coming back in time for that series. Maybe if he's like a quick a quick recovery, get back at the end. But no matter what, no, 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 no. Um, if 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 um Bucks win, they will face either the Celtics or Ball. Uh, oh, Brooklyn. it's definitely over. It's definitely over because I think that at that point you need Giannis to average forty five. And thinking about the Bucks playoffs, even the run last year, Chris Middleton was consistently their most consistent offensive player. Mm-hmm. Giannis was like, yo, he was goaded, but Middleton was who they went to when he needed a, a bucket in the half court. Like everything went through him. 
So I don't know if Drew Holiday steps up. Well, Drew Holiday's averaged twenty plus before, but can he do it again? That's the question. And can you, what is and that's more attention on Giannis. Who steps up for the Bucks? Is the question. Now in the Suns, y'all yeah, scare me a little bit by letting. Oh no! Nah, I hope I hope the Pelicans win. <laughs> they don't belong there. But that's the beauty of the plan. It doesn't matter if you belong there. You got there. They won there. They what well, they what? They lost the first game and won the second game, yeah. right? And think about it. Now the Pelicans went into the series. They have their best player all year. Or the second best player. I think Brandon Ingram is better than Zion. I might be. I might die on that hill by myself. Oh, no, no, you're right. They're, but they're two different complete. They're two they're, different players. Yeah, and then think about all the injuries. So Zion, Brandon Ingram missed a third of the season. Mm-hmm. Zion missed the whole game. They got CJ at the end of the season. If they're healthy, if they were healthy from the All Star break, they probably don't have to fight to get into the play in. Think about that. They might. They might knock Minnesota down, or they might knock Utah down, or or Denver down. And I think that as the currently con- another good black coach, Willie Green. He's got them boys playing. C.J. McCollum was a sneaky good pickup because he was playing out of position for, like, his whole career. He's playing shooting guard, which is he can do, but he's 6'3". Now he's playing the point. So you put the ball in his hand. It's like, okay, I'm not catching the ball in a, in a scorer's position. I'm catching the ball and, like, all right, I got to make a play. And you give him, when healthy, don't don't curse me out, Rome, if I say this, <laughs> Brandon Ingram is, in my opinion, a top, a top 10 to 12 uh, weapon, offensive weapon. When healthy, he got the mid-range game. He got the height. He got all the little finesses and finishes. Sneaky, sneaky, athletic. So now you got two guys on the perimeter that could kill. Oh yeah, you got they drafted all them rookies that play defense. Herb Jones. You got Jackson Hayes shooting threes and blocking shots. You got Valanciunas was member in fantasy. That nigga was the best center in fantasy for like a good two three months <laughs> before he got nigga. COVID. I hate that nigga. That but think about that. Just... And imagine if Zion came. I know he's not. But imagine if Zion came back. So now you take one of those rookies, you put them on the bench. But you're injecting a guy that's going to give you 25 and 7. And offensively, it's like, what do you do? Because all that space is there. Everybody on their team shoots. Yep. And then you got that, you got that undrafted dude that keeps stealing the ball. I don't know. Herb how Jones. They, yeah. I don't understand how the hell they keep oh, letting no, that Oh, no, you're talking about Alvaro, the Spanish yeah. kid. They got him and Devontae Graham. Devontae Graham, let's not forget, that man just averaged 17 and 8 like a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And a feature in a starting point guard role. And now you bring him off the bench, giving you three, four threes a game, couple assists, so you get consistent playmaking and defense from the other little. Yo, I, if they win, I'm with it. I think Phoenix still gets it, but I'm like, it's hard because Devin Booker out. So, I mean, the playoffs look like it was a good one. I really can't call who. I have in the finals so far. Like maybe I'm, next I'm, round, yeah. I could. I'm I going can call com- it conference finals. I'm going Philly versus Boston. Oh, and yeah, that, that that trilogy. They kill Philly versus Boston in the conference finals. And for the West, I'm thinking Golden State and Suns. <sighs> Shit, I think. Come on, Chris Paul. Did you wonders in your fantasy? He absolutely league. did. Shout <laughs> out to my nigga Chris. Now he tried to cost me and get me a double double. That whole that. Never mind. I'm sorry. I'm petty. <laughs> but um, I think that I'll I'll, I'll take. I'll take Golden State and Phoenix. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I I just think the Grizzlies is too young to to to. I, they they have potential to go to the next. They got to play Golden State next. That's the problem. Yeah, they definitely they definitely. And Jordan Poole's a fucking monster. What? Oh, D. It's that's a, a pool that, party. But that's another. It's a pool party. You want to know what the consistent trend is? All these playoff teams. These are teams that have been good for a while. They're hitting mm-hmm. on late picks. Philly, Tyrese Maxey, twenty first pick. Uh, Golden State, Jordan Poole, 20-something pick, 20, yep. 20, 29th, 26th pick, something like that. Uh, Even, like, the Raptors, none of their guys are lottery picks. None of the, nobody in there started a lot of was a lottery pick. 
Think about that. Pascal Siakam was the 27th pick in his draft. Fred Van Fleet was undrafted. Freaking New Orleans, Herb Jones, undrafted, was a top 20 defender in the league. Top, maybe top 15, depending who you ask. Fucking, who else, who else, who else, who else? Memphis, like we said, all those guys, late round picks, undrafted. So this is really where the money is at. And this is what GM front officers should be scouting. Who can come in and fit what we're trying to do? They might not be a star, but they could come in and give me something. Or they might have potential. Who do we develop? Uh, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They shouldn't go for the star factor. Oh, yeah, who's going to just go dominate the game with points? Look what they can bring to your team. If your team lacks assists, Get a guy who could pass the ball well. I, if we need to defend I'm about this. to say, and if we talking about the Knicks, my nigga, you saw what Obi and IQ was doing, and Tibbs had them niggas tethered to the bench playing seven More minutes a game. Zion to the Knicks, you know that's. I think he might be the first, the first major rookie that don't sound that don't sign the deal. Yep. Hey, absolutely not going to sign that. So he don't want to be there. He said, "Fuck that shit." He wanted to be a Knicks. So yo, Knicks, once again, you have opportunity to either get Cat or Zion. Why Please get, don't fuck up. Why not get both? Fuck it. Nah. Why not get both? You could. Ooh, that, that'd be a dumb Think rebound. about it. What's my trade? We're going to rebound Fuck shit it. out of it. But we're going to sign Zion, so we're not going to trade for him. You got to trade. You got to do a sign and trade, but okay. I give up Topping, IQ. I give not up Topping. If you have Top, if you have Cat and Zion, where is Topping going to play? At least you trade him, and now you make him. A, a, on offense, you think about that boy runs suicides up and down the court. He don't give a fuck. Yeah, and then you give them a, a what's it called a rim stopper. Like it's a, it's another weapon. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I'm mind. not saying it's very hype. The Knicks will have to give up a lot. All they draft picks for the next and ten Zion, years. Before you come to the Knicks, nigga, you better lose about thirty fucking pounds because you can't be out here looking like you eat chopped cheese got, every day. He only got fat because he didn't want to be there. Let's be real. <laughs> Let's keep it a stack. All right. So enough of sports talk. You feel me? Let's get into our entertainment bag. Benzino, oh man, legendary man, talking about a lot of hip-hop legend, one of the founders of the Source magazine, been in a media tear, I don't even know where to start, from the tranny allegation to, you know, sending a fight request to 50 Cent, his ongoing parenting debacle with Coraline. Can we just blame cocaine and call it a day? This is cocaine. <laughs> Wait, what? This is drugs. This is what happens when you have a lot of power and influence and then you fall off and all you can still get is you can still get drugs. He's wilding the fuck out. Facts. And that's like I don't even know what type of relationship you have with your daughter. Cause one minute you kinda bashing, the next minute you're showing support. Next minute you over here blowing the secret like he like the Nicki Minaj song that she had. He almost fucked that whole shit up for her. By sitting here um, previewing it too early in the clubhouse just because you was arguing with a nigga in clubhouse. Like, bro. And then, you know, one thing, because I know a lot of old heads love Benzino because of what he did for the hip-hop game with the source and other things. But I'm like, bro, this is how you ruin your legacy by doing goofy shit like this. Absolutely. I agree with you. This goofy shit. I'm just like, bro, come on now. You're a legend. Act like a legend. I understand, but you can't fight against media. They're going to continue to come after you. They're going to continue to fight against you, bro. Come on now. And then I saw this clip that he had with Candy. Shout out to Candy. Sentiment probably started coming in, but I didn't know about it. Nobody ever told me about it. All the resentment starts popping once Koi gets the deal and I'm popping now, all of a sudden there's resentment. I'm listening to it 
like with, with everybody else. Like I like. But had your communication been right with your daughter as as she got older and closer to the time of her actually having her own career? Yes, we. You, you were know, still spending if, time. If, see, I'm saying at that point she's an adult now. She doesn't even want to spend time. Is that meant? He's right. You know, she is an adult. But bro, you going on these Twitter rants? You trying to fight fifty? Um, the whole if you if you love trans women, bro, yo, you love trans women. If you don't, you don't. But you understand how damaging you're making for your daughter, because everybody knows that she's your kid. So anything that you do in the media light kind of reverts back to her and affects her career. So I just think you need to take a step back. Like you feel me, like Levar Ball. We don't hear too much about this nigga no more. He took a step back after he was doing all that shit with Lonzo and kind of fucked up Lonzo's career until until he shut up and Lonzo started coming back with the Bulls. I think that's a step that you need to take, bro. You you too much in the media. You too much in the limelight. Not saying your career is over because, you know, it's not. But it's like, bro, come on now, bro. And fix that relationship with your, with your, with your daughter, too. We don't want to see that happening no more. No, nah, for sure. That's a fact. Now... As a Drake stand, I didn't even want to talk about this, but everybody want to go crazy for the for the, for these fake ass big steps. But I let Slick talk about that nigga from from California. His album coming out May thirteenth. Oh yeah, Kendrick about to drop. Kendrick coming final app, a uh, final album on what's it called on TDE. My nigga should drop Certified Lover Boy Deluxe on that day. Fuck out of here. But you should. That'd be fire. <laughs> What's your thoughts on it? What's your no, thoughts I on think, it? Talk to I you. mean, Kendrick, uh, the verse, the few verses he's done in the last couple of years have been fire. So I feel like I'm excited to hear it. I haven't, I haven't heard a, a Kendrick Miss album. So I think it's, he has a lot to prove on it. So May 13th, it's a great time. So now, like, do you think, because he, does he really announce his albums like that? I'm not, I'm not too caught up. He normally on gives, he normally gives you like a little press release. Normally he'll give you a single first, mm-hmm. but he'll normally tell you, oh, out. But if, if, if there's mention of new music, He'll let you know, but I think because he he started doing the festival run, he did the Super Bowl. I think he's been wanting to put it out for a while. He's wanted to make sure it was right, so I feel like this is the time for him to drop it. And I, I I'm, I'm gonna give him a little credit because this album, I can't even tell where he's going with it. Mister Morals and the Big Steppers. I can't even tell you what I can't even see what directions he's trying to go with it because you know they're giving me like you know the Gladys Knight and and you know the Night Train type shit. So I'm just like I don't know. Where he going with this? But I'm, I, I'm a listen to it. You know, of course I'm a bash it. You know, <laughs> ain't you know it's bias on my side over here. Mm-hmm. I want the same energy I gave to Certified Lover Boy. Fuck out of here. If if I see if I remotely hear any song close to Damn or Pimple Butterfly or Good Kid, Mad City, I am coming back on this platform and I am shitting on that album. Saying that right now, and I don't care if I sound biased. You already know what it is, cause now, cause now the tunes is turning different on Certified Lover Boy. Now, y'all try, y'all try to fucking views that album and look right now. Everybody's growing back and be like, nah, this is pretty a good album. Don't like look like what Josh said on the other, like Josh said last night. For y'all niggas that say y'all don't believe in us, stay on that side. We don't want y'all on this side no more. You feel me? <laughs> I and my boy back in the studio. And he's throwing smoke at Pusha T. Fuck out of here. <laughs> I love how you made a Kendrick post about Drake, by the way. Come on now. Um, um, also, also in the music industry, 
ASAP Rocky, I don't know what the fuck happened. I think Chris Brown or Drake put juju on you, bro. <laughs> Yo, niggas is coming for you, bro. I don't know what you did to niggas. But first, you was in the media for a cheating rumor. Like, this nigga was being faithful. And out of nowhere, niggas talking about he cheated on her with one of her staff. And the next minute, bro, you get detained at the LEX airport for, for a connection to a murder, bro. Bro, nah, bro. Go get your spirits right. You feel me? Go to go to that little lady. You know, get your chakras realigned because niggas putting juju out here for you, bro. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you. What's your thoughts on ASAP Rocky with his situation going on? No, I just feel like they can leave that man alone. I hope he ain't really had nothing to do with this. But I'm like, he trying to get ready for his kid to be born. Like, come on, what's what's happening? Come on now. And then you know, Rihanna looking great in Barbados, just in there with her belly all shining, just eating mango by the. Sh- <sighs> Love you, Rihanna. Come on now. So, yeah, leave that man alone, man. Let that, you know, this is supposed to be one of the best times of their lives right now because I think this is both of their first kid, if I'm not wrong. Mm-hmm. And for him to be going through all this stuff, especially he's not really like doing anything else besides leaning forward to being a parent. He's not, he's not on tour. He's not really releasing music. He's just trying to vibe out with his baby mama. So it's like, yo, let that shit rock. That's a fact. Now this next this next topic hold near and dear to my heart because I actually followed this young man from way back in the days when he was part of the Marvel Inc. and when jerking the dance the dance movement in California was popping. But Kalon Walker finally found guilty of assaulting over six women and faces up to a hundred years in prison. If you don't know who that is, he was a hip-hop artist who was in that movie with Trevor Jackson, Superfly. Mm-hmm. He was the villain. And, you know, the news of him, the allegations, that not even allegations because he got not convicted. Yeah. yeah. The, the When they highlighted it, it was in 2018, straight after the movie was dropped by Kehlani. And they finally they finally found shit crazy. Let me let me play let me play this let me play this little clip from Kehlani. I forget who tore down victims of sexual assault when this came out. I did not forget what bloggers and what blogs and what platforms felt like they had to play neutral and give a rapist a platform for the sake of clicks and views when this came out. I hope all of y'all beat the f- your own ass. They hope you eat your f- words. This man is going to jail for the rest of his life, guilty as hell. And it's crazy that it took this, it took this for y'all to believe it. Cause it should have been believed when all this came out. But I hope, I hope you feel like, I hope you feel like, and God bless you. Sheesh. Um, yo, uh, niggas is nasty, bro. What's the fuck? The case, reading the case details is gross. And it's just like, damn. I'm so sorry that happened to those women. I think that whatever they the hundred years, give them double it. Fuck it, niggas is wild. Matter of fact, and I'm and let me correct myself. It's seven women, not six. Seven women, including three inspiring teen models. Yeah, apparently he's like hooking up with them and like hitting them on their DMs and stuff like that. You right? try to cast and couch them, bro. That shit crazy. Shout out to everybody who know about casting couch. You know, I know y'all know, but. <laughs> Nigga really try to cast and couch them out here, bro. Like, bro, 
yo, you know, if you want to, you want to get, you want to get with Drake, right? Don't use, don't use the six God in that type of nasty behavior, bro. <laughs> don't use six God in that nasty behavior. If you want to meet Drake, you know what you got to do, right? Nasty work, bro. And the thing about it, what fucks me up with him is like, I've been following him when he was doing um the dancing movement with the Marvel Inc. And also after they broke up, I kind of started fucking with his music heavy because he kind of, he, he's kind of like a, a chance to rapper type of rapper. One of those introspects, you know, try to get into the bubble. So I'm like, yeah, I was really looking forward to his individual music career. And then all of a sudden I saw him, he just kind of disappeared from the face of the earth. And then I looked him up and I found out like, yeah, he got mad allegations against him. And this shit been pending since 2018. And then for him to found guilty, bro, stop, bro. Like not, not to demean women, but like, yo, coochie everywhere, though. You don't have to sit here and rape, force yourself, bro. They are girls who walk will consensually give you the coochie without much. <laughs> you feel me? To be honest with you, not, not to bring women down right now, but it's just like, yo, they there's women that will consensually give you coochie, bro. You don't have to sit here and force it, lie, manipulate, gaslight, rape, or do anything like that, bro. Be straight up, bro. Shit nasty out here. Ladies, I'm I apologize on the behalf of the male community. Unfortunately, there's some nasty deviant motherfuckers out there that's gonna try to take advantage of you, especially inspiring team models. Nick girls are going in there trying to start their career. And I and I be hearing a lot of shit about models going through these type of shits. Niggas try to fuck them just to get their name up. And I'm just like, bro, just be professional with your shit, bro. And you slick as a photographer, being a professional, and being an upstanding dude. Like you probably see that shit in in the in the photography community how they be trying to do stupid shit, right? I I haven't been in like any of those rooms yet, mm-hmm. but just in terms of like the uh, like the the overly risque photo shoot, like I feel like for me, I'm like I'm gonna ask you what you want. Like, what's your vision for this? Like, what styles do you want to bring about? If you want to feel sexy, that's fine. If you want to feel classy, that's fine. And we'll con- and we'll connect on that. But it's never been like on some type of like I'm just trying to see titties and ass type shit. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be around you know vulnerable women. So definitely, I think a lot of people do kind of play in that gray area of playing on people's hearts. Like, oh, you do this, and I will get you where you want to be. And it's just like, oh, bro, that's sucking shit. That's disgusting. That's somebody's daughter, somebody's sister, somebody's niece, somebody's granddaughter. You feel me? So it's just like I'm. I'm. I, I personally. I can never see myself on that type of time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I hope that niggas that are on that type of time, they all get caught. That's a fact. Nasty niggas. Ladies, just protect yourselves. Take the mace. Take the... Like they, they say you're not supposed to have it, but fuck it. It's, it's obviously, it's outside is scary. We always say it's out. Everybody hyped to be outside, but outside is a scary motherfucker. Rather place. get caught with it or without it, you know the vibes. Speaking on a lot of nasty, man. Trey songs, bro. Bro, I don't know what I'm gonna do if I can't listen to his music no more, bro. Like, it's hard to separate the artist from the music. But Trey Song, once again, get caught up in a lot of allegation. Before even the other allegation, I want to play this sound from the new Rory and Maul of what just the potential documentary on Trey Songs might sound like over here. I saw that. Let me let me load that up real. Yeah, nah. It's, it's disappointing when guys that you listen to and you really fuck with, you in find out they 15, sick. It's going to be that Trey Songs doc is going to be crazier than the R. Kelly one. 
Trey Songs is the most nasty, abusive, rapey, beats out of women. Like he is the scum of the earth. Trey Songs fucking disgusting. Like his doc is going to be is going to surpass. If you ever thought you could surpass an R. Kelly doc, I promise you, in fifteen years, Trey Songs, his doc will. In fifth, strong words right there. That's somebody that's in the industry, so he's like, he probably heard, you know, you see shit when you're in the room. And then Kiki Palmer told us first, Kiki Palmer tried to warn us, start listening to black women. I I just, that one just, he he just got caught again for touching a, a, a white woman's breast, right? He pulled it out or something like that. He pulled, yeah, he pulled the titty out. And you know she, I ain't gonna lie. Shorty tried to, was she trying to get how much? How many? Five million? million. Five millions over that. I'm like, come on now, that shit a lot. But, but yeah, I ain't gonna hold you. I don't know what I'm gonna do with. Well, I'm, I'm not gonna know, bro. Because Trey Song is one of my favorite R and B singers, bro. But if this nigga is in nasty works right now, bro, every I feel like almost every year there is a lot of case about him, either him assaulting someone or sexually assaulting someone. I'm gonna need you to seek some therapy, bro. Get some help, bro. And also, I pray, and I'm sending, I'm sending healing energy to all the victims of his of him. Absolutely. And then before we get to our song of the week, you feel me? I just want to talk about this rapper real quick. Pooh Shiesty got sentenced to 63 months in jail, which is almost like five years. Damn. I mean, you know, originally he's supposed to go for eight. But he go he go, he's going for sixty three months. I mean, you know, free Pooh Shiesty, You feel me? Like, yo, the streets the streets is kind of you know need the murder music. <laughs> Fuck around. Damn, that's crazy. But but you know, like a lot of these young rappers is getting locked up today. I ain't gonna hold you. All you New York drill artists, watch yourselves. The yo the Bronx the Bronx, Brooklyn. I already know. Sometimes y'all trying to make shit lit. The cops are arresting all of y'all. Cause I've been seeing it recently, slick. Yo, they they arrest um drill rapper TG Crippy, Dougie B. He just got he just got a, a possibly a number one song in the country with Cardi B, K Flock, which who also got arrested in Bar Three Hundred. He just got arrested after that after that song got out. Like they were arresting mad people. So yo, be on your p's and q's, bro. Just focus and get money. Stop with all that beef and hating shit. They are not playing with y'all. The hip hop police is real, and we don't need any more black men f- going through the system. You know, that's a fact. All right, now it's time for our song of the week, bro. Let's do a little disclaimer. If you're listening to this on YouTube, please exit and go to your favorite streaming platforms, whether that's Stitcher, Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or whatever you like to listen to us, and go search us up. And you're going to listen to our song of the week. And don't forget to go on Apple Music Playlist, which you can find in our website link. And you can see our previous song of the week. Now, what's your song of the week this week, brother man? Uh, Blast has dropped a new album. This was one of the first joints on it I heard. I was like, I really like this. We're going to rock it. This is Blast. Never was wrong. Never was wrong. I just like to sit here and say... Put me on, congratulations. Come on now. Just give me a little just give me a little credit. But his blast never was wrong. Mm-hmm. 
You said you fed up, I see Sit down, just level with me I must do better So you good love like you never receive Time and time you try to leave But you just can't leave it alone You think about the good vibes we was upon And we get right back like I never was wrong Whoa, hey. Yeah, you said we forever But now it's whatever Back to back with the extras, can't last through the pressure Yeah, never said it would be perfect, all I asked for was effort Understand I probably ran out of chances, but I'm a good, I weigh the bag, you should measure I got too much pride, love me, you hate me, gotta choose one side Don't want nobody else, it's you plus I, couldn't be no other way, I lose my mind I check myself and I be rude sometimes, might get to tripping like my shoes untied I'm only finished, that's if you done trying but name a second that I went front line. You can't think one time, no way. You said you fed up, I said. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's blast. Never was wrong. And then this is just some ignorant shit I just like to listen to from time to time. This is Dreamville Stick. I got the time. Hey. Stop, any stop, any stop, it's up. You know, you know what it is. This man just released this new tape, Two Face Bang Two. You know my artist out here. I've been pumping him up. Like I think I play like almost every other week. It's a a Fredo Bang song out here. This is Bob Fredo Bang. Go cop that Two Face Bang Two. Actually sounding kind of quiet. What happened? What you broke it? I don't know, bro. This shit don't play over here. That shit too fire. You can't play it. Come on now. Wait, hold on, hold on. I got it. 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 Hey, Jolo, we shooting outside. Don't give a fuck, don't give a fuck. Um, I 
got youngins in that beach trying to bleed some. I got hoes on my line, bitch, do the knees some. I keep bitches on their knees like they need some. I feel like MTV, bitch, you will never swipe my visa. If you see me in there, well, just throw them foes up. Tip a bed, I'm quick to rip them nigga those up. RIP the soldier, slim, I'm with them soldiers. Strip a bitch like Cardi B, I fuck her for the culture. I don't dance in the club, I just pop. Hey, yo, I ain't gonna lie to you, son. When he get to that Louis, that Louis and Bop shit, shit fire. You feel me? That was Fred of Bang out here. And then this one over here, I gotta take it to Chicago real quick. I gotta take it to Chicago real quick. This is the DCG Brothers featuring G Herbal Stomp. I don't think they fucking with your music. My nah, dude. they not fucking with me today over here. What's going on? Damn, wouldn't have been me. My shit always play. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. They trees cut me up. Jump. That nigga move, but you better stun, stun, jump When I say jump, we stomp us a nigga and laugh at the front My niggas gon' step whenever I stomp, jump We stomp shit in the blunt, we kickin' his ass like we finna punt My niggas get wild and they get crunk March on the hops without one gun, stomp Nigga, I feel like Trump, I get kicked out wherever I come I come to the hood, they call me the one Bitch, you better step like you 600, stomp My niggas really be gunning, screenshot pictures of niggas that come I'm fucking this bitch and stretching the bun I'm making my way, like nigga, I'm coming. jump Soon as we scream out, hunt, bitch, we gon' bust and they start running Whenever they call, they know I be coming. That Glyco, that bitch got a bust yeah. We need niggas with assumptions You got the ball, but you been off If fumble. you hit the flow, this bitch start stuttering I hit you, your cousin and brother Jump, you got a gun while you up and the niggas be soft Talking tough. I bring it outside, just know that I'm bust They thought it was funny, I kept on hustling uh, I'm trying to hop in that cullin' And I wanna fuck on you and your buddy I told her hop in and she started sucking it If you want money, that bitch ain't tough Stop, I gotta get Okay, that was DCEG Brothers Featuring G Herbal Stomp I don't know why they're not fucking with me I don't know why. It's maybe because you know I'm bringing that I'm bringing that raw straight energy to the music, and I gotta get it one more. This is Chief Keith Hadouken. Yeah. Did you trade in? No. Hell no. I spent another forty k to be in. I don't play, but when I play, bitch, I play to win. All this money coming in, need to make it green. And the stash is a fiend, gotta make it in. Pussy said he won't smoke, better take it in. You in them shot rack streets, better take. That that was cheap, cheap. Hadouken from the phone numb tape. All right, okay. But is it that time slick? I believe so. It's the people's choice, people's favorite. You know what it is. Slick, drop it. I can be toxic, but so what? You gonna love it here? Shit, fuck is you talking about? We have fun over here. It's very fun here. And it's fun indeed. TSA. Toxic service announcement. You know what it is for. You know we got the extra one on our Patreon for a cup of coffee. So go over there and subscribe to go listen to the extra toxic topics. But we got two topics for you this week. 
the number one thing that we're going to talk about is the DJ Envy and his wife faking orgasm. Let's play the clip a little bit. Reward that man for that work. And the only reward that you have to offer is an orgasm. But even if I didn't feel it, I would still be performative. So, yes, I was faking it. We got into like an argument and then she was like, well, you know, I don't be having an orgasm. She didn't say it in that. She speaks way more eloquent than I would have. And I was like, what? And she was like, I don't. I'm like, no, yes, you do. I hear it. Like, yeah, ah, ah. and then she was like, no, I'm faking it. I'm like, every time? And she was like, yeah. And then that just crushed me because I thought I was putting in work. Like, I'm, I'm sitting there thinking I'm, you know, Big Daddy Long Leg. And you would I'm not sure know so Big Daddy Long Leg at all, G. Your girl was faking. Ah. <laughs> What's your thoughts on this, bro? Of just, of just security. I'm just your girl faking the orgasm. What to be say? honest with you, bro, I'm gonna get mine. <laughs> you better get yours. <laughs> See, this is why I be having to defend your ass on side chats. <laughs> um, I don't know. Close, close mouth don't get fed. Nah, nah, slick. I'm sorry. You right? We gonna talk our shit. Give me a gunshot over here. Really? Is that kind of day? Yes, it's that type of day out here. It's, it's 2022. If you're not telling me you getting an orgasm, mama, that's on you. Because I'm a nut. <laughs> One thing I would do is nut. And you're going to see it. Oh, no. Because most likely you'll be on I'm going to do what it do. If you don't tell me what you want, close mouth, don't get fed. Hey, mama, hey. You want me to You want me to meow, meow your shit until you come? Let's do it. Boy, we hey, let's not front like these girls don't got complicated vaginas out here. Let's, let's not, we hit a pod. Nah, we back in the studio, slick. Get your energy up. We hit a pod. We hit a pod, slick. Mm-hmm. I'm here. What happened? All right. Um, I mean, all right. Fuck it. I guess I can give you a couple minutes of energy. I'm I'm the type of nigga. We gonna figure it out. What you like? I want to know that off rip. Like that's part of my dating regimen before we even have sex. If it's like that, if it's like some one headed quidditch, that means you probably drunk. Or it's just some like, yo, fuck it, let's do it. Uh, that means we vibing. Because I ain't fucking no bitch I'm not vibing with. Oh, facts. That's a fact. That's the first thing. So if the energy right, we're going to get it right. I don't do nothing that's forced. So we fucking in this forest. I'm like, oh, that's, that's when it's, all right, I got to get mine. We here already. You so, know? Wait, so what are you talking about? Do you have like a checklist? Like, mm, do you prefer nah, nah, just nah, to nah, lick nah. the clitoris? Do you want nah, two fingers like, what, in? Nah, I'd be like, what you like? <laughs> like, what's, like, what's your sex non-negotiables? Over okay. some wine or something? You just be asking, like, what you like? Like, so, like, do you prefer to be choked? Yeah, oh. like you like it physical, you like it sensual, you like oh, it when I pull on your one to ten. <laughs> Yo, you gotta stop bringing quizzes. <laughs> Yo, no, nah, not even that, nigga. I have never wanted to be the nigga when my bitch is like, I'm. He's not doing it for me. I never want to be that nigga. So right. I know if you're saying that shit, you're lying. But you know what? You know what problem I have with this with this whole situation? What? He only found out about that. During a whole argument. You see how women go low, go for the low blow? Oh, that's why I don't come on your little ass dick, nigga. That's, that's what she probably told that nigga. That's what she probably said. Like, that he is didn't fun. tell her. Did nah, that's the, that is fun. I know women be trying to, like, spare niggas' egos and shit. But I'm like, yo, sometimes you got to tell a motherfucker. A nigga going to walk around thinking he's treating you like dirt. And, you, and like, yo, you, yeah, you not coming? Big daddy long legs over here. He talk about, yeah, I make my I make my shorty come. Oh, hold and behold. This girl just, ah. <laughs> oh, like, oh, yeah, you're killing. I'm not even inside anymore. What are you doing? <laughs> but, nah, you got to figure out what your shorty like. That's my shit. I go into shit thinking, like, all right. As long as we had a consistent seven, we good. <laughs> <laughs> 
And then I take it from there. But anything under the seven, I'm like, yeah, nah, that wasn't my best performance. Like, you good? What you need? What, what was off this time? Because, because us guys, we know when we give our top performance or not. Absolutely. We know, we know when our dick is hitting. You Absolutely. feel me? Some some days, you know, you might you might get a nice little four or five out of me. You feel me? I'm like, you know, shit, shit, shit. Uh, not my pressure. Fault. Oh yeah, shit. Oh yeah, shit. Just extra fire today. I wasn't prepared for this. I don't know what's going on with you, you but me? you have been immaculate. The juice box is hitting OD. You know, gushes. You feel me? So I'm like, all right, mama, I ain't gonna be in here too long. So let me know now if I gotta I, I gotta take the dick out and eat it to get you off before I go I'm, off. I'm about to say because once I'm done, I'm gonna need a, I'm gonna need a sandwich or two. <laughs> you feel me? I'm about to say like my woman tell me my shit. Not hitting I'm like whoa We gotta figure this out I need to go get my big three Popping I'm sure I have to get The gas station pill Like But, but do not tell me that During an argument yeah. Cause that shit Fuck that my don't, ego and pride. don't tell me that shit On a fucking interview Where millions of people Gonna hear it <laughs> What That's the part That's getting overlooked Like your, your shorty Your wife well, yeah, it's having this conversation. You just, yeah, yeah, yeah. That means that nigga was cheating, and she's trying to get the bag. Well, she, he did. He did cheat with her on Eric with Eric Amanda back in the day. Oh, so yeah, he he playing he playing catch up. Never mind. So yeah, not my fault, nigga. I, I get it. You fucked up. So now you gotta go here and you gotta go do these rounds. She's like, remember how I said I was gonna get you back? Yeah, little dick nigga, pull up. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, I got a little bit of energy for this. I'm gonna find it. But nah, like yo. I don't know, cause it's like I saw on Twitter when this shit came. Like, they niggas, they niggas fake orgasm. Yeah, niggas was spitting your butt. Oh, you got the condom on? Like, yeah, yeah. All right, you got to go now. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I did, I did fake orgasm before. You know, you just kind of like just you, 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 you. Okay, this is the top. If you need a tip on faking orgasm, guys, when when the when the coochie not hitting like that, you get you do back shots, right? And you spit on her back. Yeah, you spit on her back, and you kind of rub. You gotta rub it in. <laughs> Like God damn, girl! I don't know what the fuck you just did. to Oh yeah, mama! Oh, you just you be you pretending that you hold you hold her you hold her head, so so she don't see she don't look back at it. So because you know, see. but you know what it is? Because women have egos too. So I tell you, your shit not hitting. You gonna be asthmatic, and women withhold coochie from you after you do that. Oh yeah, because he's telling me my shit whack. I'm trying to prove that it's not. I'm a, I'm gonna try to fuck you, but you tell a woman like, oh, this shit not hitting for me right now. She is going to be in her bag so deep. Most women, oh yeah, will be in their back. I've, I've had it happen in the past. Like I was like, yeah, right now that's not it. Yo, she ain't give me enough for like a month. Nah, I'll, but that's game though, because you know, like, I, you know, I, I, my boy was talking about this before. He was he because he's the type of dude he claims that he don't come off of head. He don't come from head. So it, so a lot of girls be like, oh, you 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 don't come from head. You a loser, nigga, out here, and then they be trying to prove you wrong. And I'm like, nah, mama, you're spitting out, spitting out here, like. You be cat licking the balls out here like a little, like a little niblet. <laughs> you feel me? Shit, I hit like that. <laughs> you heard? I feel you, but nah, I don't know. I, that shit weird to me. I'm like, I, I'm talking to my show. What do you like? What do you need? How can I get it for you? Even when I like my shit is like, damn, I be trying not to angry fuck because if I angry fuck you, gonna fall in love. <laughs> I be like, shit, you, you still, you, oh, you love me now, I, huh? I'm not, I'm not sparing women. I'm not sparing women on this topic because sure? it's like, nah, because it's like it's 2022. Mad, there's mad toys, you feel me? And also, that's another thing we got to talk about. Like, yo, if you're used to coming off of toys, mama, don't you're think... You're desensitizing yourself. You feel me? It's like, it's like, don't it's think like, I'm going to be, uh, motorboat. It's like shit. niggas beating their dick from porn. It's like, yeah, you de- you're desensitizing yourself. So you're ruining your experience because it's like you over here overly stimulated. There's nothing wrong with getting your shit off. Like, mm-hmm. got more power to you. But if you doing the rolls or you beating off to porn t- 10 times a week and then you with your partner... Like yo, what the fuck? This shit is hitting, but it's like, damn, you, 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 you done. Either you gonna take forever, or you gonna come faster than a motherfucker. Which one you want? Yeah. So it's just like, ladies, speak up. Like, don't have your man out here thinking he killing shit. He really not killing shit. Like, I'm about to say, yeah. At this point, fuck the ego. 
Like you want to preserve your man's ego, but what would you rather him please you and you be satisfied long term, or this shit come out later and then y'all have on a, on a baby ass argument and then you're trying to get back and he's like, nah, my shit wag. Remember, nah, that's the that, that's the shit that really pisses me off. It's like I would have known about this, but you but you say, but you see, that's one thing I be having beef with women about is like you save these like. They, the, they, the they, got, we, they got it in the chamber. They got it in the, the chamber shit we for you. talking about, you, you want to sit on it, and it's just like, yo. you just throw it at a nigga like, bow. And like I said, I'm going to ask you. Like, yo, do you like that? What you need? Like, tell me what you want. I give, I can provide that. Exactly. Closed mouths don't get fat. Nah, fellas, we got to draw up a survey. So anytime before you get sexual yo, with just a don't woman. Walk, yeah, have confidence, but just understand, like, yo, everybody. Like, you can't fuck every girl the same way. I think that's the realest shit you can say oh, about that's this. A fact. So for, for MV, he might have been fucking girls. And they love that shit, but it wasn't the shit for his wife. You feel me? So it might just be one of those situations too. That's true. And also for guys as well, ladies, y'all sucking dick is not the same way too for us guys. Because I know some dudes that you know ball is life. <laughs> you feel me? Some dudes prefer to when they. I know some dudes that like the gag sound. You feel me? So like, yo, talk to your partner. Basically, that whole entire situation is talk to your partner. Because at the end of the day. This sexual experience is for both of us, not just for one party. You know? Absolutely. You got to communicate. I think sex is something that makes or breaks relationships, whatever kind of ships you in. So you got to be able to say, yo, like, this is what I like. This is what I need. And train. Don't be afraid to teach a motherfucker what you like. Shit. Because I'm like, yo, if this, is your, if this is your man... You trying to build a whole life with this nigga, so you just gonna have the rest of your life with mediocre dick. You send yourself up to cheat. You gonna go cheat? You gonna go cheat on a girl's trip? And now we just both sitting here like, damn. (laughs) (laughs) Now for the last topic, what's your thoughts on interracial dating? Because I was seeing this on TikTok. Mm -hmm. I ain't gonna lie, TikTok. I'll be in Inception and I'd be finding some shit. So I came across this guy that was like, "Yo, if it ain't snowing, I ain't going." And I'm over here like. Niggas really loving white girls out here like that or just wanting to be in, in interracial dating. So what's just your whole thought on interracial dating? I mean, to each their own. I think vibe is important. Have I dated outside of my race? Like, like girlfriend, I've never had a, I, I guess in high school I had a white girlfriend, but I mean, I don't count that shit. I was like 17, so I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Mm-hmm. But as an adult, like college on, 20 up, I've. I haven't even really interacted with that many outside of my race. Like, black is, like it's mostly been black women. I think I've dated when all my girlfriends have been black. You feel me? For the most part. And I just feel like it's like, vibes are cool, but it's everyday shit that you might not be able to, you know, see past. Like, you know, for me, I'm like, if I'm dating a white girl who grew up in fucking Ron Konkoma, <laughs> and I'm from Southside... It's like, yo, pussy might be fire. We might be cool, but it's like, yo, you don't know what my I'm gonna talk about some shit happening on the block. It's like, oh, that's crazy. You don't know what the you don't know what the fuck I just said, Shorty. Like, yeah. You're, oh, you're gonna talk about, oh yeah, we're at the uh, we're at the rink. What the fuck is the rink? <laughs> the you, got rink. A, you got a rink in Ron Konkama? Like, nigga, we don't have that. We go to the park. <laughs> we, we we at the bricks. I definitely agree with you. The culture context and, and like interracial dating is definitely something that's prevalent yeah. into that. Cause it's like, bro. If you date a girl from West Bubblefuck and then, like, you know, shit, shit basically, you don't know. It's, and, a, and a lot of things with black and white couples, like, when it comes to the Black Lives Matter movement like, and how things do you like feel? that. Yeah. You probably don't understand how I'm feeling because you're not in that position. You don't go through what I go through. So it's kind of hard for you to sympathize or, you know, yeah. relate. And being a dickhead, like, the dickhead in me, like, I'm going to give you some energy. Like, 
I think most niggas date white girls because they shut the fuck up. Oh, now you pot. Nah, okay, clap it up. Now you pot it. Nah, I'm not clap saying. It, that. I'm not saying. I'm not saying like that. Like I'm trying to say. Like we're black. We prefer to date black women, of course. And we understand. We've talked about the uh, the shit that we've gone through generationally, and the shit that we go through on a day to day basis. It's a lot of heavy shit mm-hmm. to the point where, like, sometimes you just be sitting like a motherfucker. Like, you know, you, you have to learn to trust and listen. How that like, we grew up single parent households, or you know, like pre- predominantly woman oriented households, yes. right? So we grow up. Understanding one thing, the girls that we're trying to date grow up thinking another thing, and it's kind of like a game of who gonna get who first. You feel me? We trying to do the right thing, but we also like, oh, some shit look left. All right, I gotta go do some some dumb shit. Yep. You feel me? And it's like it's hard to communicate. If you go interracial, I don't have no problem with you because I don't know shit about you. You feel me? It's like, oh, she just wanted good dick. I just wanted a girl I could talk to about sports and shut the fuck up. I don't gotta tell you how I feel. I don't gotta explain. I don't gotta prove nothing to you. Like, and I think that that would be something that possibly could come up. Like, you think about who was it? Was and it? also to piggyback a little bit off of that is some of these other cultures and how they, and, and, they, and, and their views on relationship is very submissive. Yeah. Like the like for for Indian culture, in their culture, guys just the head of the household. Like you cook and clean like yeah. that, and it's like you don't even argue that, and it's weird. Like I'm not saying that we want that, but I'm mm-hmm. saying I think that the vibe is very important. But I also feel like it's predicated on like you know kind of what you want or what you don't want to deal with, and it's it's not necessarily fair to to same uh same race r- relationships because it like I said, all relationships are work. But then you you see the story, oh shorty. Oh, you're upset here. Here, take my dad's car. Go do like, and I'm I'm probably stereotyping based on what I see on TV. I'm not going to say interracial interracial relationship isn't work, mm-hmm. but you probably would just say just our perceived cultural differences might be easier than to manage than it would be to deal with shorty right here. But and also, you know, the reason why I I, I do support interracial dating, but somewhat I do like the same race dating as well. It's because not only like you said. We come from the same background, but it's easier to relate with yeah. with this, like with a black woman. Yo, there's it, certain jokes, there's, there's certain shows, there's yeah. certain things that I don't really need to even like have. I don't to have to explain it to you. It's yeah, nonverbal communication. Yeah, like you automatically get it. Like Friday, you know, if we Martin. watch Friday, yeah, Martin, Fresh Prince, you know, Jamie Foxx. Like show. yo, it's no better feeling than when you and Shorty's on the same wavelength, bro. Yeah, like. And it'd be some shit that you be sometimes you be feeling weird thinking. It's like you thought that shit too. She's like, yeah. Like it's just like, yo, you can't get that anymore. And not saying you can't get that, in, but it's like that's like a one in five thousand chance you might get a, a white girl or a Spanish girl that get that shit. You feel me? And now y'all gotta really understand cultural differences. I gotta try. Like it's nothing wrong with trying to to know your partner, but trying to understand your cultural shit and your background and how certain roles might play certain things. I might do. I've never even thought about. Yeah. You know. And like I said, there's nothing like being loved by a black woman. Of course, it's definitely. the it is the most rewarding. Yeah, it's like it's like playing like it's like D one. Like you love basketball. I think that's why I compare it to loving a black woman. It's like mm-hmm. you know, some days you gonna be bad as fuck. <laughs> some days you gonna be tired. Some days you gonna be exhausted. But you show up for practice the next day because you know it's gonna keep getting better. Yep. It's worth it, and the benefits outweigh the stressors if you're with it. Like we was talking about, uh, if you're hundred percent in, yeah, yeah. Like we was talking about the Russell Wilson ass niggas. Like you mm-hmm. know what. Some niggas will be like some some Russell Wilson's probably be like, I'm gonna get me a white girl, you know, I'm gonna get me a, a, a Britney, a Tanya, a Cynthia. And it's like, oh, this bitch born. Yep. <laughs> and that's why he divorced that first one. And then when he got Yo, to Sierra and, and got a fresh hairline, his suit started fitting proper. 
And look, she, she, she stopped going to the club. She started just, you know, being happy and just doing, being a mom. Praying she had, for herself. I'm about to say, wanting better. And, and that's the shit. Like, inter, it's nothing wrong with interracial dating. I think about, uh, I think it was Sidney Poitier. He was dating a famous black act, black actress on the low in, like, the 50s and 60s. And when mm-hmm. she wanted to go public, he was like, nah, I can't do that because they're not going to take me seriously. Sometimes it's just a status symbol. And I'm not, again, not shitting on interracial dating. But I'm saying, a lot of times it's that, like, oh, I get to a certain point. I need that white girl. Or I need that exotic looking girl. My my thing, my thing with interracial dating is I don't want people getting shamed for me. Because the thing about it is I never I understand like, you know, Dr. Umar, you know, we got a date with not, but I don't want I don't ever want to limit myself. Yes, I date predominantly black women. Because that's what I grew up around and that's why I have main attraction to. But I never like the idea of just limiting myself. Like I don't want to go out like after we finish after we finish this episode, I don't want to go out and meet this woman. Asian, whatever. And she fits everything that I need in a person. But I can't date her because she's not my skin color. I think that's just, I think that's just stupid. It's, it's very limiting. But I do understand black women when they say black guys date these other women and then they start shit talking about black women. Like, bro, like stop the, that the shit. Fresh and fit niggas. Yeah. And then even the RIP to homie, Christian Abawu, I don't know his name, but RIP that got killed by his white girlfriend, that when his tweets about black women, I'm like, bro, yes, you can date whoever you want to date, but, but don't, don't put, put, don't put nobody down on it. Don't put, don't, don't, don't say here like, oh my God, yes, dating a white girl is so much better than dating. Like, no, shut the fuck up. That just means he wasn't built, like I said. Because there's, there's bad, there's... There's good connections and bad connections yes. everywhere. But and it, some of these white girls be crazy. Some of these Asian girls be crazy. Say, she gonna call the cops on your white black ass. <laughs> you feel me? Like, Lorena Bobbitt, she the was Spanish girl. Like, oh, Poppy, no, 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 I'm I'm I want that like I want my mm-hmm. kids to see the reflection like, I want them to look at their mama and see it like yo mommy and daddy like we black we here but you're not going to be limited to who you can love and what you want to love but that's a fact yo this is what it is and, it's, and, it's, and, it's, and like I said it's it's worth every headache it's worth mm-hmm. every conversation it's worth working through those tough things that you feel like you can't get over and it's like yo I want this because you're worth it. And I think we're worth it. And what we're working towards is worth it, you know? And I don't want to take shit. I don't want to take the easy way out, go get the white girl that just sit and listen. Cause I'm like, at 40, I'm gonna cheat on you. Like, <laughs> like all right, Cynthia. Cool. We just, well, as soon as you reach that milestone, all right, it's well, time to cheat. <laughs> we've been doing this for a while. You haven't had an opinion in like fucking five years, so And then you just you just in awe of just dating me and this is like or it's just like, yo, we're able, we handle, like, someone will be satisfied with just, yo, the bills is paid, the kids is in school, I'm good. I'm buying back. Like, cool. That's not where my head is. I'm like, I want to be involved. I want to I want to argue. I want to talk about, I want to debate. I want to have real shit. I want to be able to look at you and be like, yo, I fucking hate you, but I fucking love you so yeah. much. Yeah. So with all that, if it ain't snowing, I ain't going bullshit. Keep that to yourself. You feel me? Don't be That's cool. That, that, not even. That's your preference, my nigga. We going to laugh at you because you probably can't get assistant no way. You know? So I'm just like, yo. But me, at the end of the day, I like pink pussy. So whatever it is, I'm attached to it. You heard? You know the vibes. <laughs> <laughs> I got through the little toxicity. It was a little too healthy. It wasn't. We was making fun of We was making fun of interracial couples. But yeah, just love, love yourself, but don't disrespect others. 
And shout out to all my interracial people. Like, yo, yeah, I, like, I have a couple and, friends who are in interracial relationship. And, like, it's a beautiful thing, you know, because they, like, my guy who who's dating his, his Hispanic woman, like, she taught him about all the holidays and some of their culture things. And he did it with her because he's from um, Grenada. And it, was, and it was a beautiful thing to see both of them enjoy each other's culture and kind of blend it in. And also shout out to my guys who are dating the same race, shorty. You feel me? Y'all got uh, y'all already starting off with a great connection due to your background. Just love is love, bro. Love is love, everyone. That's you a know? fact. Love is love. But then be, but also be intentional in what you want mm-hmm. with love. I think that is something we do. Like I said, don't just go because you tired of fighting or you tired. <laughs> like yo, sometimes. Y'all just, you gotta take it. Wait, wait, you can't, you can't take a break. Like, I'm just gonna mess with this white chick. <laughs> and I'm gonna double back. You think your sister's gonna still be there when you get back? <laughs> Especially for the white girl. At least with the Spanish girl, you might have a chance. Like, all right, I see it. That bitch is bad. I get it. But <laughs> Cynthia? <laughs> oh my God. Helen? You gonna go to Helen? <laughs> Sarah? <laughs> that bitch look like Triple H. <laughs> Oh man, I think that's a great way to end the pod. Uh, please subscribe, you know, like, rate, but you know what it is. Um, if you follow us on all social media, this might not go well. Here, any branded deals, business opportunities, please email us at this might not go at gmail.com. I'm the host with the most, B Breezy, aka Poppy Sazon. It's your boy Slick Grace, and we appreciate y'all. We'll see y'all next week. We out of here. Try to tell them we up next, you can't stop that uh-huh. This your favorite podcast, favorite podcast Every show is lit, baby, you know what we finna do Slick on talk that slick talk, he gon' get political okay. Do not switch topics, nope. niggas is toxic Poppy shots don't always saying something wrong But if you don't like it, what we saying, nigga, oh well We try to tell you, baby, this might not go yeah. well ah, This might not go Hey, <laughs> hey, that's it, one take We not even doing it again Keep that, that's the one